0: at the stick, from who's got it better than us, to It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the 49ers vs. Houston Texans game preview show. I'm really excited about this one because Kyle Shannon has said, we're going to get to see the starters. I love when we get to see the starters. It means we're going to get to see Trey Lance again. We're going to get to see some of these impressive rookies get out there and play. Now, Of course, there'll still be some of these starters that aren't going to play. Of course, I don't expect to see Bosa. That would be fantastic, but... So far, this is kind of the trend of what the 49ers have done with Nick Bosa so far. So yeah, super excited about this game. The dress rehearsal, because 49ers versus Chicago is around the corner. The Bears, the regular season, September 11th, almost here. But for right now, we get to talk about the 49ers versus Houston Texans. And I think there's a lot of really cool matchups that we can get into and talk about, because there needs to be just some decisions. Some of these guys are still battling or roster spots and we can kind of go through the roster a little bit talk about some of those battles that are still going on and can the 49ers ultimately win at some of these position battles uh who are they going to win against the houston texans and how will that help those players make the roster really excited about this so first off coordinators are going to of course be trotting out trey lance and uh, who's going to be with them i think is a big question i think we could see brandon Ayuk, uh, George Kittle, those two guys potentially. I think we might even see Debo Samuel play as well. The 49ers might come out with a full array of weapons around Trey Lance. No Elijah Mitchell, of course. Uh, so expect the running back room to probably consist of Jeff Wilson Jr. And then the rest of the guys that you've seen throughout the preseason. Trey Lance, TDP, Jordan Mason, Jamichael Hasty, the third down specialist. Those will be the guys you expect to see at the running back room. Wide receiver room, of course, Debo, Brand Ayuk, Ray Ray McLeod. DeJuan Jennings, and electric rookie Danny Gray. Those are the top five guys. We'll see Malik Turner as well. Let's we'll see what he can do on the offensive side because he's battling to be a six-wide receiver to make this team. The impact that he's had on special teams was felt huge against Minnesota. He has a punch out. Uh, Samuel Womack lands on it. So Malik Turner battling to make this team. If the years keep a six-wide receiver, he looks to be the guy even though other guys are coming on along the way. Along the offensive line, whoo, this is where it gets fun. Spencer Burford has had himself one heck of a preseason. I know the 4 ers would love for him to cap it off with an even better performance against the Houston Texans. His running mate Aaron Banks in his second year. the Second round pick has looked really good as well. Clean sheets for Aaron Banks. Consistency, not flash. You're not going to see the same things. Burford's throwing people on the ground. Poe's knocking people you know, off the screen. But Banks is just getting the job done. So you're going to have Banks, you're going to have Burford, Brendel at the center position, looking to have an absolute stranglehold on that starting center spot with Brunskill being hurt. Will we see big Trent? I don't know if we're going to see Trent. If we do, it'll be one series. I don't expect it to be more than that. I think they have some decisions that need to be made at the tackle spot anyways. You know he's going to play at an all-pro level. You don't have to see him. I'll be interested to see if we see any Trent Williams. I kind of think we won't. Uh, Mike McGlinchey on the other side. I don't expect them to play Mike McGlinchey. If they do, I'd be a little surprised with him having the knee irritation. Go ahead, you know, let him you know recover all the way until that Chicago game. Uh, then we'll see a lot of Colton McKivitz. Colton McKivitz will be playing the right tackle spot. I think he's got right now a lock on the swing tackle job. Uh, that means he's a shoe in to make this roster, but he's got to go out there and and play at a high level. And of course, there's all kinds of offensive linemen along the way. On the defensive side of the ball, we talked about earlier. You're not gonna see Nick Bosa. He's not gonna play in this game. Uh, that would be fantastic if we did. But just looking at the trends, the way the 40 yards approach defensive line, you won't see Bosa. Uh, I we from what Kyle Shannon said, we won't see Kenlaw either. They gave him the bulk of his reps last week, knowing that with travel and all of that, it wouldn't be a good situation for Kinlaw. They're trying to protect him, protect you know his leg and make sure that he stays healthy. So, no Kenlaw. Armstead's return to practice. Could we see Armstead? Maybe. I, I kind of hope they don't play Armstead. I hope they just let him rest, make sure he's ready for Chicago. They have plenty of guys on the interior that they can play, including Hassan Ridgeway, which I want to see more of Ridgeway. I want to see what they do with some of these other guys as well. Givens has continued to play fantastic. And I think that they really do need Givens. And Kevin Atkins made it through cuts. So the undrafted free agent is going to get an opportunity to continue to get some good reps on the interior defensive line, which I think is very important for him, not only for his you know, career potential with the 49ers and in the NFL as well. He's going to put some film out there. Uh, let's see what he can do on the inside and how many times do they play these edge rushers. Uh, it's going to be fun. I think Samson Ebucom will play. So We're going to get one of the starting defensive ends. He'll probably start opposite of Charles and who will be in place of Nick Bosa. I think that'll be really fun to watch. Uh, it's going to be fun because we're going to have Kamoko Ture and Drake Jackson, Jordan Willis, uh, Kerry Heider, all these guys getting really big snaps. We're going to figure out how this defensive line is going to be constituted. They're going to be seven edge rushers with four interior defensive linemen or six edge rushers with five interior defensive linemen. I think that's the decision that still needs to be made by the 49ers. Hopefully we'll get a little bit of clarity on this one. Not sure. So, not sure if we will, but uh, so far every one of these guys have had impact plays for the 49ers in the preseason. Of course, week one, Kamoko Turei week Two, Drake Jackson making plays Sean Ridgeway. Uh, Jordan will is putting pressures on, so it's an exciting defensive line. Then now we've probably get our first look at this linebacker crew uh, that we didn't really get to see in 2021. We only saw it for a split second. Fred Warner in the middle with Aziz Alshire and Drake Greenlaw, uh, Greenlaw being the will linebacker and Aziz playing Sam. I think that's going to be something fun to watch. Letting seeing these guys fly around, gonna be great. Uh, I don't think we're gonna see Charvarius Ward. I'm sorry, guys. Not going to get to see Tarverius Moore probably until week one. You got to see him at training camp. He was fantastic. As long as he's healthy week one, everyone's going to be really excited about it. And then the secondary, Hufunga, Tarverius Moore will be the starters, I expect. I mean, you could see Odom, uh, but I expect them to get the first run. And then I think somewhere through the game, you'll see Odom come out as well. And I think he's a lock to make this team. And that's when you'll see undrafted free agent Taylor Hawkins, who had the interception last week, look good. He's one of my guys. I really like him. I think he's a you know a potential practice squad player. I think you'll see him, and you'll see you know the newly acquired player Tayshawn Gibson go out there and get a lot of reps as well as he tries to put together some good film to impress the league. Because I think it's, it's going to be tough to make the 453-man roster. It's always a possibility, but it's going to be tough. But let's see what the the KG veteran has. I mean, he plays at an All-Pro level at times, uh, so let's see what he can do. We know he's going to bring physicality. I'm excited to see what he can do. In the cornerback position, maybe we'll get to see Emmanuel Mosley. I'd love to see that. Of course, Womack. Uh, my guy, Quantrez tonight, I want to see him play in the nickel. And I want to see what they do with Diamond or Lenore. Or got some snaps playing nickel. Will he continue to get more nickel snaps? Are they going to play him just on the outside again? I want to see that because I think his versatility is making him a lock to make this roster. That's big for Diamond Lenore and big for the 49ers. means two fifth-round picks. Diamond Lenore and Samuel Womack are going to help you in the nickel and in this cornerback room. 49ers strike gold in the fifth round. Of course, last year with Talna Ufonga as well. Uh, there's something about that fifth round. Dre Greenlaw, uh, George Kittle. Niner just hit it out of the park. Comes the fifth, uh, fifth round pick. So I like overall this talent, the way they're going to be playing. Now, some of the matchups that we could get in this game, don't know for sure because you know you're, you don't know if you're going to get some of the key players for the Texans playing. You don't know how they are handling this third preseason game where the 49ers are going to play most of their starters, maybe the Texans won't, uh, but I think looking at their roster, we could get some really cool looks. Uh, for instance, I'm gonna start with Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, of course, as a dynamite receiver, four-three speed. Uh, he's from my backyard, so I've seen the guy play since he was really young. Fantastic. He's he's one of those guys that it really is gonna give the 49ers young cornerbacks a really good test, whether he's playing on the outside or in the slot. One of the best route runners, and then that speed on top of it. I want to see if Samuel Womack is able to stick on him. That's one of the things I'm most excited about in this game. Can we get Cooks on Womack? Let's see where Womack's development is. Let's see where his potential could be. We'll get an idea of exactly what Womack's about. I also want to see him on Lenore as well. I don't care if it's on outside or in the slot. I want to see how Lenore handles it because Lenore is definitely looking more explosive. His hips look more fluid. He's been turning and running with these guys, getting in their hip pockets. That's what you want from the cornerback position. Don't allow distance. Don't allow them to have any separation. That way you can go up and make plays. Make it contested, make it difficult. I think the Niners have the capability in the secondary. But until we get Ward out there, uh, I want to see these young guys go do it, you know, and Ombre Thomas step up and be able to play, you know, against somebody like Nico Collins. I think that's a good matchup for Ombre Thomas, Nico Collins. Those guys should be very familiar with each other. I think that could be an exciting matchup to watch. Uh, because, you know, that's more what, what ombre does. That, that that type of coverage is going to work out for him, dealing with a bigger receiver. So I'm kind of excited about some of these matchups that we're going to see. Along the way, you're going to have other ones. you got Larry Munsell playing, uh, potentially for Houston. That could be fun. Justin Brett plays center. Um, So you're going to have some cool interior matchups there. So they have a pretty talented offense overall, and they have some guys that, you know, can go make plays. Plus, you have quarterback uh davis mills you know davis mills uh, out of stanford a local product 400 got the best of the texans last year trey lance uh took advantage of the texans and won that football game looked really good in the second half but now we're going to see davis mills how does he look in this you know in this uh houston texans offense how many times can the 49 ers offensive line get after him i think this is going to be a huge fun this is the first one first game of course of the games of the preseason where I feel like there are actual key matchups to watch because we're going to have, you know, and a better idea of who's going to play um, with the green Bay game. We knew that green Bay wasn't going to play most of their starters uh, with Minnesota. Neither team was playing starters. I think in this game we could get starters on both sides, which means there's some key matchups and some things to watch. And I would love to see the 49ers lineup, Charles and the former Texan uh, and also uh, Samson Ebucom rushing against your Jar- uh, Laramie Tunsell. I know it'll probably only be a couple series, but that would be fun to watch. Let's see what the development is. Because I think somebody like Samson Ebucom is set to have an explosive year. I think he's kind of under the radar right now. You know, Forty ers fans are talking about Drake Jackson. They're talking about Kamoko Ture. They're talking about Charles Amenehue. Not too many people are talking about Samson Ebucom. The way Ebucom played last year at the was fantastic. I mean, his end-of-the-season run, his playoff run, the guy was absolutely explosive. And I thought... He did a really good job of taking advantage of those one-on-one situations that having Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead on one side of the defense provided. And I think him and, of course, uh, Arden Key were the guys who took advantage of it. Now, will we see the 49ers expand that Arden Key role this week? Harry Hyder, Charles Aminihew, and those guys playing inside? He might. I think it's less about scheme. The aren't going to get too much into scheme. Ultimately, you're not trying to go out there and actively win the game. If you execute your base offense and defense... Execute the looks that you want to execute, and then you win the game. I think you're excited about that potential, but the Baltimore Ravens haven't been losing preseason games for years. Baltimore Ravens also haven't won a Super Bowl in a long time, so uh, preseason win, game winning, uh, it does not, you know, go ahead and coincide with winning in the regular season. Now, Baltimore is tough every year. I think a lot of times preseason uh, win and loss uh, go to show how good your depth is. I think that's why the four have won two games they have a tremendous amount of depth but i'm not going to i don't really care if they win this game or not all i care about is finding out who's going to make this 50 roster and continuing to see certain players and i'd love to see all of them but certain players develop all throughout this roster i think that is something that's you know really important for the 49ers to continue to uh you know just get more and more chemistry with each other and a lot of that has to go on the offensive side of the ball because Trey Lance needs to continue to work out chemistry, his timing with George Kittle and Debo Samuel. That's something that's been coming along. I've seen him make really solid throws to them in training camp. There were some where he would absolutely put it right in the bucket for those guys over the middle of the field. That was an area that I was concerned about Trey Lance during the offseason because we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo live in that area, and Kyle Shanahan's offense produces those opportunities for that middle of the field to be open. The way that you run the, the zone and then the play action pass off of it, uh, safeties and, and linebackers have to commit to stopping that run. When they do, it leaves a void over the middle of the field. Trey Lance needed to be successful there. And from what I saw in training camp, he was taking advantage of a lot of those situations. It was way better than we saw last year in his rookie season. And that got me really excited about the potential of the offense because we already knew what Trey could do vertically. And he's pro- he provided that again in this preseason. That throw to Danny Gray. Was absolutely fantastic, and he hit him in stride, a big time touchdown. That makes people think, oh, I, I can't run a lurk. I can't run a robber over the middle of the field like I did against Jimmy Garoppolo because if I don't have a safety over the deep half helping my cornerbacks, one of these guys, one of these wide receivers, and that's why it was important to get Ray McLeod and Danny Gray can beat me over the top. I think that's going to provide the Fortnite so many more opportunities uh, in the middle of the field because now you have to worry about them going vertically. We've seen. Trey Lance, throw those balls outside to Brandon Ayuk and to Danny Gray that are out on the edge um, with fantastic catches. We've seen Tyler Croft, the tight end, make a fantastic catch from Nate Sudfeld along the sideline. Stretching this defense horizontally, stretching the defense vertically, and opening up a lot of room for Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Danny Gray, Ray Ray McLeod, and then the running backs as well that catch the ball with a running start. And there's nobody better in the NFL, yak-wise, yards after the catch, than the 49ers wide receiver room and tight end room. George Kittle throw him in there as the yak bros. So Trey Lance being able to operate over the middle of the field is something that's needed, and I think we're going to see that on display. I think Kyle Shanahan is really going to try to get some rhythm early with this offense. I think he wants Trey Lance, this offense, to feel really comfortable knowing they're going to have a break going into the Chicago Bears game. Let's work out some rust. Let's do some of the things that we've done in practice. we we'll look for him early, maybe even a shot down the field. But I look for him to get him outside the pocket, some play action, get him outside, get the ball out to Kittle, get the ball to some of his receivers, and let them create in space. I also want to see what they do situationally. Uh, when Kyle Shannon is faced with a third and two, does he come in? Do they leave Jeff Wilson in? I want to watch that because all throughout training camp and all throughout the preseason so far, now Jeff Wilson wasn't available through the preseason. Uh, Kyle Shannon didn't make him available, but uh, all throughout, we've seen him t- come in those short yard situations. Last week against Minnesota, he gets horizontal, he gets tackled. Will they trot TDP out there? Will they leave Jeff Wilson Jr. in? Or, could we get a newcomer like Jordan Mason coming in on short yard is to see what he can do in those? I think that will be interesting. Another thing to monitor from the running back position, with Trey Lance being back at quarterback, how do they line up Trey Sermon with him? If they decide to put Trey Sermon in a shotgun situation, I think that is the most important for him. That's when Trey Sermon, to me, does the best. His running style fits better. Coming from the shotgun, running read option with Trey Lance, I think that's his best fit in the 49ers offense. I don't know if Kyle wants to have just that kind of set for Trey Sermon in the season, but that might be the best situation for him to use his skill sets the best as he continues to develop. I think Bobby Turner helped get Trey Sermon farther along. I think Anthony Lynn is continuing that process, but he's not a finished product yet. Some of these other guys are kind of catching up to him. EDP and Jordan Mason are more decisive. Uh, They're running like they need to make this roster. Mason is running for his life, literally, to make this team. That's what they're trying to do. It's his football life that he's trying to extend. I think they're playing with a a little more intensity. I'm hoping Sermon's going to pick it up as well. Hopefully he'll get some opportunities where there's holes where he can make the right reads to go. I'm curious how Kyle Shannon ends up using the running backs in which situations. I think they're going to give us an idea. Will it be just Jermichael Hasty on third down? You know, when it's, it's it's third and three plus, he going to be the guy. I think that could signal the Niners going with Jermichael Hasty on this roster. If they start sprinkling in Jeff and Jordan Mason or TP. Then Jermichael Hasty's chances of making this roster could slowly diminish. So, an idea, and I, I'll keep a lookout. For how these guys are using Kyle Shanahan's offense. And that could give us an idea of who's going to make the 53 and who's not. Because you know, it's not even a week now until the four ers have to cut down August 30th, Tuesday, August 30th, if they have to cut down, get this roster where they want it to 53 man or 53 man or 53 players before the NFL deadline. So there's going to be some decisions that need to be made. Uh the running back room is probably one of the biggest one. Of course, offensive line as well. The news that Jason Poe has been taking for at guard, got everyone up in a, a fury. Oh, Jason Poe might start over an Aaron Banks. Something to monitor. I don't think so because I think Banks has been the, the model of consistency so far all throughout training camp, all throughout the preseason. Uh, he's just has been consistent. You haven't heard his name called because he doesn't any flashy plays, but I think that consistency is what you want from an offensive lineman. You don't want to hear about an offensive lineman. You want it, his name to never be said. Means he didn't miss a block. That means he just went out there and did his job. That's what an offensive lineman wants. Um, so I think Banks right now is still that guy, but I think they're taking a hard look at Poe. I think they want to see what they got from this undrafted free agent because he's be really developed and he's. in mean, that crap he had that that kickout block where he came and he absolutely you know whacked the edge rusher the defensive end that came down. Uh, that was nice. That was sudden stop and he got him to the ground and it created a lane. And Michael Lacey made a nice jump cut and got positive yards on it. So oh, I've liked what they did there. We also had a gap uh, scheme situation where that had Sutherland come down on Zakel's guy. Uh, Poe Deek went to the second level. Uh, Zakel pulled and, and trapped that uh, defensive tackle. It was great. It created a nice lane for TDP to run. Those things right there are also things to watch, how these guys work with each other. Because Poe, Zakel, Jalen Moore, um, Donovan West, Keith Sutherland, all of them are on the bubble to make this roster. Who's going to end up making it? Because right now, you have your five starting offensive linemen. You have Colton McKivitts are locks. Daniel Brunskill is a lock. That's seven offensive linemen that are absolute locks to make it. If they keep eight, that means they're only keeping one of either Poe, Zakel, Sutherland, Donovan West. I think you could probably throw West out of that. So uh, I I don't think Sutherland makes either. So it comes down to Zakel and Poe. Could they go nine? Uh, they could potentially go nine, be able to keep everyone, but it's going to be tough. Or Jalen Moore as well. Oh, I forgot Jalen Moore. who So, decisions. Uh, the only way that those decisions are actually figured out is by playing the game. So I'm excited about that. Uh, overall, I think this is going to be a fun game. It's going to be one of those ones that uh, you're going to see a lot of big hitting early on in this game. It's going to be highly contested. These players know that they're going to have days off before the season starts. I'm excited to see that, and I'm excited to see how the Texans try to attack this 49ers defense. And if D'Amico Ryans goes up and absolutely goes man across the board sometimes and locks these guys down, he brings blitzes and uh, confuses Davis Mills, or if he just plays it straight, plays it vanilla, and just lets his guys play fast. Curious about all that. I think it's going to be a fun game. I hope you guys are all excited about it too. 49ers versus Texans, the preseason finale. Last time we see these guys before they cut them to 53. And then it's all about Chicago after that. I'm excited about it. Hope you are too. Hope you enjoyed the the game preview show. Let me know what you think about everything I said. If you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead and give me a subscription. We've been pushing for 3K. By the time you watch this, we might have hit 3K. But I really appreciate your support. Uh, Everyone that comes through. I'm I'm so happy to have you all here all the time. Let me know what you think. Let me know who you think is going to make the 53-man roster. And what are you most looking forward to watching in this game? Uh, do you have a Do you have a game prediction? I don't know. I do have a wow that's bold though, so I got to go ahead and squeeze that in. I almost forgot. Wow, that's really bold. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So well, it's wow that's bold, really bold. I'm gonna sneak. Here it is. I think the Forty ers defense is gonna go absolutely ham on the Houston Texans offensive line. I think this is gonna be sack central. Of course, we've had, uh, we've had Pick City from the secondary. I think the picks are going to continue. But I think the 49ers defensive line is going to produce five sacks in this game. They're going to absolutely get after it, which will result in two interceptions from the Texans quarterbacks getting rid of the ball. I don't think it'll be all Davis Mills. I think it's going to be some of the backups uh, for them as well. Jeff Driscoll, Kyle Allen. I think those guys are going to struggle a little bit with this 49ers secondary, this 49ers defensive line. Five sacks, two picks. Is it lofty? Probably, but if you're going to go bold. You have to go, wow, that's bold. Hope everyone enjoys the game. Predicting a 49ers victory. Depth is crazy, but the most important thing is you guys can continue to develop. Everyone enjoy the game. Have a really good one. Hope you all enjoyed the show. Catch you on the next one. Remember to stay safe. Remember the right way is always the 49ers.